a revival. It's supposed to make you feel better. Okay. It's supposed to make like your system work better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also oh, like a, that, oh, so the whole system thing. Okay. Yeah, you drank Geritol and you were regular every You're day. You're regular every day. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Stuff like that. Yeah. Gotcha. And I guess it worked because I know a lot of people that used to use it, and including my parents. And a scoop of Geritol. My dad lived to 91. So. so there you go. <laughs> Did he? he use Geritol? Yeah, he well, heck, and, maybe, actually, maybe we well, should he bring Geritol back. He changed and ended up being one of these uh, uh, lesser thin. In, in, uh, you go to the store and get the regular vitamins. Yeah, the but they're not the store-bought ones. What's the places that sell the herbs and all that oh, kind of yeah. stuff? The health, health, the health stores. The yeah. health stores. He, was, uh, he went to the health stuff. And, oh, okay. Of course, my poor mom, she contacted, uh, she got Alzheimer's, so she didn't make it past 60-something. <clears throat> so she didn't have a chance to go get off Geritol and go to anything else. Let's hope Geritol wasn't the reason. No, I don't think it was. Yeah. It's funny, though. It's, it's, a bad, yeah. it's a bad thing, that uh, Alzheimer's. It's just a bad, bad thing. I know it. And after we went through all that with her, I can go back to my childhood, and I can see little things signs yeah because she would forget and she was flighty sometimes and and not scatterbrained but and i guess you can go back it was her 60s when she passed away yeah maybe 64 63 so when i was a kid she was in her 40s and 50s and so it was probably creeping up there but that's not what we're here for we're here for linda ronstadt singing a neil young song oh yeah here it is I think it's working.
Yeah, yeah. Well, you get those. You get that vinyl, and that's that's the way it is. A little bit of a waiver. Yeah, little fade out there. That wasn't too bad. I didn't mind that. Uh, and you're right. You it does have a flavor of Neil, Neil Young. Young. Yeah. yeah. Look out for my love from 1980. We're gonna flip it over, and we're gonna do I Can't Let Go, which is also from 1980, same album. Does it say A side or B side or no? Nope. It does not say A or B. So, and I don't have a little mark on it, so I couldn't tell you. I never heard that one before. But I can't let go. I think I can't let go is something that I. I think heard. it's a hit. Yeah. I so get. We'll I can see. get some of that real rough stuff off of there. Okay. Anyways, I let go with the waver and the up and down, and it's vinyl. Hey, what are you gonna do? A little faster than the last one. I tried, oh, I heard. I tried, but I can't say goodbye. Fading I can't out. let go. I can't let yeah, go. I remember that song. That was a good song. That was a good song too. So. I would give both those both sides of those. I mean, the other side was M O R, but hey, I thought it was good. <clears throat> so what? So what do we got? We got a couple left of Linda Ronstadt. Three. Yeah, it looks like we got four. Unless we played one already. All right. All right, this one's called Love Has No Pride. You heard of that one? This is 1973. Really? Yeah. What's the other side? Eric Katz and Libby Titus. (laughs) 
and it doesn't say that it came from an album. The other side is uh, I Can Almost See It, J.D. Souther. That's probably the hit side right there. Probably. And it doesn't say that this came from an album either. So let's go ahead and we'll play the J.D. Souther side. Yeah, it got a little... Sometimes that stuff... Boogers. You got boogers on your 45, I know. man. But look how clean that looks. I didn't look yeah. at it. I'll look at it later. Yeah, uh, I can <laughs> almost see it. 1973. It's three minutes and 50 seconds long. Yes, ASCAP Golden Spread Music. Okay. Hmm. Produced by John David Souther. Well, that's what his name is. John David. Yeah. Stereo. Asylum Records. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. I can almost see it. We're doing Linda Ronstadt, 45s, vinyl only, ladies and gentlemen. That's <laughs> right. Here it goes, because we're old. Reminisce with us. Scratch, scratch.
Remember, you don't remember that one, though, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, it's a good song. Okay, now I remember that it is, from some, for some reason. There is a case where that record is clean. But it sounded like crap. But it's got a lot of pops and ticks in it. Yeah. And that's basically the way it came from the manufacturers. There's not too much you can do that. You can clean them a little bit and get some of that off. But, hey, some... Okay, that was stereo side. The backside's mono. Well... 1973, uh, Love Has No Pride. This one's by uh, Eric Kaz and It's, it's really kind of too bad, too, because Linda Ronson had such a range, like we were talking. Right. <clears throat> she could go from, you know, a nice quiet to way up here. And some of the stuff that they, they recorded to her it just sounds so crappy. It could just sound I so know. much better. Yeah. Like Distant Drum. God, that was horrible. Yeah, well, see, that was back, what, early 70s? Yeah, it was. Mid-70s, uh, yeah. something like that, so. Where I was like, come on, you had this beautiful voice, you could have... Well, it, it kind of showed in the Nelson Riddle stuff. That was done well. Yeah, yeah. But, but later technology, they developed things better. And then sometimes they took somebody... Yeah, but even on the CD, we uh, you've got the CD greatest hits of hers, and it's still not that great. So well, I, that's because they couldn't redo the master that they had. Right. Probably, that's what I would... So. Or they just didn't want to take and then, the time And then to you'll do hear some stuff that comes out from the 50s, like the Buddy Holly stuff or... or uh, Chuck Berry and it sounds great. It's like, yeah. what the heck? Well, that's because a lot of that's in mono. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, by the yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, I did send you something on Facebook too. I noticed that the Rhino in uh, 2016 is coming out with all kinds of new releases of cleaned up, supposedly music. Oh, so. good. We'll have to keep track of that. Yeah, yeah. Because we like cleaned up versions. Yeah, we of do. Things. <laughs> Even though we're Especially playing 45s now, yeah. but Let's play 45s now, but yeah. oh man, that's it. You get them on a big system and you can hear some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is three minutes long. We have no idea what it is. I mean, I know what it is. What did I say it was? Uh, love has no pride. But we I didn't know the writers, did you? Too. No. I didn't. So and it's three minutes long, so we have no idea whether it's fast, slow, or what. Here it goes. Playing Linda on vinyl. Slow.
I don't know. It's, it's different words. Different, same, different same words. Same tune. It might be like part one, part two. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. Different writers, same title. As she sing. Not as long as a shorter song. We'll talk about it when it's over. start the other side what do you think it's the same song yeah I just added my curiosity though but I don't, I don't there might be different lyrics on either side Same song, side A and side B, or part one and part two, or something like that. But they named it Can't Wait. They named it I Can't Wait to See You Again on one side, and then the other side says. I can almost see it. Love has no pride. No, I played the wrong side. Huh? Yeah. No. Yes, I did. There's the Eric Kaz and Libby Titan. I know. We played no, you, you J.D. Souther first. Well, you go ahead and play their side. You, you see, it'll be the same Well, I one. just did. I turned it over. It was the same yeah. Same thing. Love so maybe no it's maybe it's a misprint, but I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's something, something there. Cause That's a rare in. 45 right there. Yeah, J.D. Souther. At least 25 cents. Right. <laughs> because you can melt it down and use the vinyl. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, well, we, at least that, that's got me... Maybe the producer of uh, Asylum Records is listening and watching and having fun. Yeah. And maybe he can He's laughing let us know. Right now. He's, he's probably saying jackasses don't yeah. know what they're doing. <laughs> okay, moving on with Linda. I knew you when. Does that sound familiar to you? I think so. Clean 45. Talk to me. Uh, talk to me of Mendocino. No, oh, okay. 1982. Yeah, I've heard both of those. I used to okay. have on the, what's the album was on? Did I say or no? From the album, Get Closer. And yeah, we've okay. done some Get Closer before. Yeah. Both of them are. Uh, Joe South ran I Knew You In. The uh, guy that did... Uh, yeah, Welcome Out My Shoes. Well, and yeah, and that big hit he had there. Um, For, uh, the blues, the Swamp Blues one. That's Swamp Blues? Yeah, what's the, what Joe South... He did that. What's that one song he did? I just lost it. I'm talking about Pork Salad Annie. Pork I, Salad Annie. That wasn't Joe South. It wasn't? 
I can't remember his name, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't Joe South. Okay, Joe South did something besides walk a mile on my... Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, stereo. Yeah, we'll look it up. Stereo and stereo, the backside. Uh, Kate McGarringle. McGarringle. Yeah, she's big, in, she's big in the writing days, I'm sure. <laughs> I've yeah. heard her all over the place. Talk to me of well, Mendocino. That's a short one, too, isn't it? Uh, 259. Yeah. And this one is... Uh, 253, so. Alright, what are you playing first? Uh, let's play the Joe South one. All I right. knew you win, okay? I knew you win. I knew you win. That was a hit for him, Joe South. Lin Linda, Linda on vinyl. Yeah. Oh, a, we'll that look that at it. That was a hit for Joe South. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember this one. Yeah. South wrote that song, but he didn't. He didn't sing. And Billy Joel Royal made a hit out of that made one. Hit, and Linda Ronstadt, and who was the other one? That you forgot, page. right? Yeah, that's all right. But it wasn't. It was uh, uh, the other one was just uh, on one chart. It wasn't on the pop charts. Okay. So there you go, Linda Ronstadt doing "I Hear You Win." Okay, and 
played. That's pretty good. It was, uh, what was it, uh, Games People Play. Yeah. That uh, I was thinking with Joe, Joe South. And uh, Pope Sal. Welcome Mile in My Shoes. Pope Sal and Annie is Tony Joe White. Tony Joe White, yeah. I don't know where I, I was thinking. I was thinking Ron White was coming to my head. I'm thinking, no, he's a comedian. It's not Ron White. Okay, you flipped it. Yeah, I did. You you flipped it. He flipped it. He's flipped. Okay, now that you flipped, talk to me of Mendocino by somebody we don't know. I have no idea. Written by somebody we don't know. Of course, if I had my mic on, you could have heard me, but you'll hear the echo in his. We'll wait until Mendocino. Mendocino. Okay, that was like a lullaby almost. Put me to sleep. Yeah. Almost. But Linda Rothstein, she could put me to sleep any day. <laughs> right, now you're going to get into some real old stuff here. Okay. Well, I think this last one was, uh, this is Don't Know Much with Aaron Neville. Yeah. You want to play that? I don't care. It doesn't matter. Cry Like a Rainstorm. I don't remember that one. But that's, that's the last one we got. But and let's... 
uh, this is real old. Let's do let's do this. Let's we all know what uh, I don't know much sounds like. Let's yeah. try uh, let's try this. Which I don't is, know much. <laughs> this is 1989, like so this should sound pretty mm -hmm. good. Cry like a I rainstorm. Arundel <laughs> had that wacky voice. Yeah. Well, this came from a album called "Cry Like a Rainstorm, Howl Like a Wind." Howl like the wind. Okay. That sound familiar to you? I howl when I let wind. <laughs> and written, produced. They didn't really put a. They didn't even put a writer on here. Produced by. Recorded and mixed by. Oh, this is that Eric Kazi. Publishing, but that's all it, it doesn't say anything else. Is that Electra? Yeah. Okay. So it's away from, is that a site, part of Asylum or is that a different different label? Uh, it does it say on here. Uh, manufactured by Electra in uh, Rockefeller Plaza, Beverly Hills, California, a division of Warner Communications. Oh, okay. So I think Warner did all of uh, I think Warner had their fingers in all of it. Because yeah, it was, uh, she had Asylum and Capital, which I think are the same companies, aren't they? And I think they all just, you know, yeah, why not keep it all one? What, <clears throat> what they did was, is the cheaper ones went off, and then sometimes they made the company big, and they, yeah. Capital was the big thing right here, and if you were Frank Sinatra, you got on there. But if you were Linda Ronstadt, you started over here. Yeah, which to me, like I say, then, some, yeah. of the, some of the quality... See, Capital, even even some of the Frank Sinatra stuff sounds good. So why didn't Linda Ross's Capital stuff sound good? I don't I think it's it. all got to do with the Engineers. studio mixing and yeah, who Engineers. produced it, who arranged it. Yeah. Probably but Peter, anyways... Peter Asher probably was the problem right there. He, he's the one that did a lot of the producing for. But this is called Cry Like a Rainstorm, and it's 335 long. Let's listen to it. I don't... I've never heard this. The other side, yes. This one, no. Life is a Love never lasts You just carry on And keep moving fast I pulled off the highway Rolled into town I just fancied free, babe And I traveled
Yeah, that's uh, that is interesting, though. That now that you brought that up, yeah, you can you can look at the vinyl and you can see the where some of the, the slow parts moments, were. Or, yeah. yeah, right in the middle, of the you think, oh, gee whiz, the thing broke in half. You know <laughs> what I mean? But there's music there. But that was well, nice. I liked that a yeah. lot. But uh, you can hear 1989. You can hear the difference in oh, yeah, the stereo and effect yeah. and the guitar and everything. And uh, we're going to hear quite a big difference in this next one because it's the old Capitol like, label. Yeah, it's like 40 years old. Yeah, see the du- dust on that? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, good. That was good. <laughs> uh, static electricity will give you the uh, some of this pop tips and stuff right. like that. Pop tips? Pop- <laughs> I knew you'd You want a pop tip? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a tip. Okay. Now Tell you're me, going- Pop. You're going way back here. Now you're going back. It doesn't even. This is back when they didn't tell you what year it was. They weren't afraid oh, really? to. Oh yeah, yeah, no time on here. Huh. But so that goes back a little bit. It goes back a little way. Anyway, this is Linda Ronstadt. It's called Nobody's and Long Long Time, both written by Gary Wright. Okay, White or Wright? White. You said Gary Wright yeah. before. It's Gary White. Elliot. A long, long time I remember, but I don't remember the other one. And this is the, what you and I laughed about. It's uh, produced by Elliot Mazur for Warped Recordings Incorporated. <laughs> now, I don't know whether we should put this on the third table or not. <laughs> should we put a dime on the needle? Uh, put the dime on the needle. Put the, put the record on. No, put the needle on the record. Yeah. Anyways, here you go. I have no idea. I thought long, long time sounds familiar to me. Yeah, you've heard it before. Yeah, okay. So we're going to hear it again. This is now. Let's go back on vinyl. It's, I don't know whether this is going to sound good or not, but here it is. Oh, the world you fell All over girls you 
But you notice how clean that was? Yeah, it sounded really good, actually. Pretty but good for an old record. Yeah. That was yeah. like done 40 years ago. Yeah, 1970. Yeah. And it doesn't say stereo on it, but you could tell that it wasn't the expanded stereo. That's like 45 years ago. Yeah, 1970? Yeah. Is how long ago? 80, 90, 2000, 2010. 2016. So it's 46 years old. 46. Wow. So I've got 45s down there from 1950. Yeah. Well, it's just like, That's you know. 20 more years. 46, 50, I just can't get over old. how old we're getting because, I mean, Ellie Mae died. She said, they said she was 81. Well, I don't know what her real name is. Um, I, not Irene. It's no, the Irene Dunn was Granny. Granny. But anyway, the one from uh, Beverly Hillbillies, the, the, gor- the gorgeous little blonde. Little blonde that went around with shorts. Years. Little shorts. Yeah, 81 years old. 81 years old, yeah. I've forgotten all about her. And I forgot what her real name was. But yeah, yeah. I, I I know. I, I and then we lost uh, Natalie Cole, too. Natalie Cole, and she, yeah. but she was only in her 50s. She was only in her 50s, so but that was a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now her, her and her daddy are singing in heaven. Yeah, you got it together, doing yeah. daddy's little girl. Uh, no, uh, Unforgettable. Unforgettable, yeah. yeah. Together, singing to God, right? Right. Here you go. Uh, nobody's. This is just the name of that song. Same writer. I don't remember this one. I don't remember this one either. This is going to wrap it up for Linda Ronstadt on vinyl. Nosy.
an interesting ending. Yeah. It sounded like icicles. I like the whoop, it, uh, there goes the I like the song, but I didn't I didn't it was really harsh. Yeah, her voice was harsh. The 45 was It was clean, sh- but it was harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that ends Linda Ronstadt. We had picked up some records like 2 months ago. We did. Or or more. Yeah, the ones okay, that got I can put that away. You. And we're going to go to LPs now. We're going to yeah. do a, some What do you want to do first? You want to do Taco first? Or do you, would you rather do something that might be a little more interesting? <laughs> you want to do Tears for Fears? Yeah, I love Tears for Fears. Songs from the big chair. I'm one, of the, one of the things that came out in the 80s with Tears for Fears, and I, I always liked their stuff. I like the songs kind of weird they looking. did. Yeah, they're a little weird looking at all. But I didn't like I Shout. I did. Everybody Wants to Rule the World is okay. Yep, I like that one too. Hit over I heels. Believe was pretty good. Okay, I don't remember I Believe. Nope. But I will soon find out why. Okay, here's Tears for Fears. Songs from the Big Chair. What does that mean? Okay. All I know is that, like I say, the, the, Ooh, the sound Yeah, the sound was pretty good, too, if I remember right. Well, we'll find out. Uh, you want to do side one? Shout, The Working oh, Hour, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and Mother's Talk. All right. And, okay, can you read that? It doesn't say Osbo, I hope. No, it's Orzabel and That's Stanley, the, the writers. Are that, is that one of them? Is that them? Probably. Orzabal, Stanley, and Hughes. Yep. Yep, they're all Orzabal, Stanley, and one Hughes. Well, we can always look it up and see what their names are. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that's probably what it is. See what it says on the back. Nothing. <laughs> uh, thanks, Eric Stanley, Neil Taylor, Dave Bascombe. I can't see it from here. It's uh, B-A-S-C-O-M-B. Holly Hartley, Mary McGiffey, all at Outlaw, Holly Graham Records. It doesn't say who they are. Yeah. Oh, here they are. Okay. Here. Here, yeah. Kurt Smith, bass guitar, Roland Orzabel, guitar and keyboards, John Ian Stanley, keyboards, and Elias on drums. Manny Elias, I think. It's Manly. Manny, Manny Elias. So, so the only, the I don't know, but that is Tears for Fears, except the Hughes. We don't see Hughes anywhere. Maybe he's the singer. He doesn't say the singer. Oh, it's produced by Chris Hughes. Oh, okay. So he helped him write one. Okay. All right. Anyway. So we're gonna start out with Shout. Shout. Oh, this Shout. thing's six minutes and Let it out. Yeah. This is six and a half minutes long. We used to beat mix with this one. This uh, maybe we fun. should put it on. I now. did. Well, you did. Okay. Well, you're sharp today, aren't you? Okay, we're reminiscing and we're doing vinyl. Yep. And because we are, we we're are vinyl. Now, we're so as probably, old as vinyl. It's probably going to sound a little better on LP than it you was. You think 45. so? Yeah. Okay. Well, don't forget we've got a uh, a DJ mobile uh, turntable just, table, just yeah. so we can hear what it sounds like. Yeah. Cartridge in here, yeah, so $5. we don't know what it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is back where we came from. If you don't like it, don't watch. Anyways, here's Shout. Tears for Fears.
talking to you. Yeah. Come about? on. Come on. So we got to just move on, or you want? Yeah, stop we for a we second? can we can listen to it. Just uh, see what how it how it all goes. Wait a minute. See, I can do this. Yeah, you can do that. You were the working hours. The, the next song. Hours. But what we we were just talking about. Uh, Oh, uh, wanting albums and stuff like I mean, we got thousands and thousands of albums, and nobody wants them. And so what do you do? What do you do? You, yeah, 13,000, 14,000, 45s, which to a collector is no big. I mean, there's people out there with thousands more than, more that, than yeah. that. But trying to sell these things on eBay, uh, then, then you said something about you like the album, and I said, well, yeah, and then you... What would you want some of my albums for? Right. Well, what you do is you pick out, like I do, some of the ones that mean something to you. Yeah. That you well, really I nice, like. I got a nice turntable still. I still got my techniques yeah. going, you know, but, um, you know, the needle is kind of funky, but <laughs> those things are expensive, that. man. To re- yeah, yeah, they're expensive. But, um, that's but it's why like, we why? do this show, though, because we like the old vinyl and the old music. Yeah. You know, but I'm saying, but why? Because I've got 100,000 songs on my, on my, your, on my computer, yeah. so <laughs> I don't know what... What would I do with it? This but is a special section. It, it would be it would be a good thing for me um, for exercise because I'd have to get up every fifteen minutes and put the put the record over. But other than that, you know, yeah, you gotta get up, put the needle on the record, put the needle <laughs> on the record. Well, you remember the forty fives when they when they finally came out with that stack? Thing stack, yeah. Stacked a bunch. Oh of yeah, them. that ruined a lot of oh, vinyl. It ruined a lot of vinyl. <laughs> and then it would slip. Half, yeah, half the time it wouldn't work either. Too. Yeah. A lot of times you'd have like a half a record go down. And go then, down, yeah. And oh, you have to get up get there and run off. And Especially then, when you were at a sock hop or in the gym yeah. when you were a kid in school and you were a DJ. <laughs> Boy, I'm a DJ. Yeah, what's wrong? Can't you play a 45? <laughs> you know, no, it goes this way and goes that way. Or somebody yeah, you hit the floor too hard and bounced this. the needle in the next record. You couldn't do this to him. Couldn't either, do this. All belt drive. I mean, yeah, this, that would this is, ruin your belt. Yeah, what do you call this? Magnetic. Direct drive. I. Yeah, direct drive. This is magnetic. Yeah. Direct drive, I just call field type type of thing. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, you can go backwards for it. This you is can the, scratch. Just I can scratch. Isn't that something? Yeah. I mean, oh, I I'm not getting into that. Well, okay. see, I used to do this in the Hilton days. What we could we used to beat mixed up like yeah, this. Yeah, right. You yeah. used to go from one, then you you time. I would count. You know, like when I had to play or record a song. There's the Mercury label. I how before it hit the first note, and so you didn't get that right you'd go okay goes around one and a half and hits the first note one and a bang and you hit the record button. we used to do that when you when you record it's got yeah, record. Record. yeah yeah but beat mixing you could you make sure that yeah you, you can move it right into the into the song and it sounds like, sounds if, you, like if you do it good you can sound like it, it it's the same record going into the same yeah. but they're just changing the song right. and yeah okay and uh scott christmas and My finger's getting tired. You okay, I'm just saying they were really. He was really good, but Scott Christmas and, and uh, he called himself Scott Jeffries, but Jeff Sawaluski. He was really good at it. Too. Yeah, yeah, really good mixing. That's anyway. one thing I never did was I. I think once or twice when I was out there with some of the 12 inch songs that came out. I think I did a couple, and uh, Jacoby came in. Remember Jacoby? One of our DJs, and he came in and he beat mixed a couple songs for yeah. me. That's the only time I ever. Yeah, because the 12 inch, if you, if you played the 12 inch all the way through, you put people to sleep. Yeah. Kind of like they're doing right now when we're talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember doing YMCA and. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Th- th- there were. Because it know, goes on and on and on. That's why you want to beat mix out of it and find something else. But I remember a few parties where they had enough booze in them that they kept they going through care, the whole yeah. thing. And they, while well, Dancing in the Dark, YMCA, oh, yeah. and a few others. We used yeah. to put in the, uh, the, 
the what was the one that, that I got from it was Jive Records. It was the oh yeah, um, I still got that '60s mix. The something. '60s mix. Yeah. yeah, I got two or three copies With the Wolf of Man it. on there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What All is right. the name of this song? Uh, My hands in the way. I can't see it. The Working Hour. The Working Hour. Tears for Fears. Never heard this before. I don't think. Yeah, playing the oldies on vinyl. PT and OZ. Someday.
right, the next two songs on here. I like that one. The instrumentation was pretty good. Yeah, the sound um, was good. The next two uh, songs are were actually top 40 hits. Yeah, you definitely know this one here. Everybody wants, wants to, to rule, rule the world. The world. Okay. Yeah. Moving right along. Oh, yes, no stopping us now.
just going to move right along, aren't we? Yeah, everybody wants to rule the world. That was that was that the biggest one, or was yeah. shout, shout the biggest one? I think I don't know one of the two. But this was top forty. Both what was about the same. Was like number twenty-seven. Yeah, something like that. And I don't remember. Mother's it. Mother's talk. No, I, yeah. I don't either. But here it is. Here it is. Here's the fizz.
gold ending, I'm sure. Yeah. And. Oh. That's okay, sort now, of a fade. Now I can hear the moon. That's got to be electronic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were kind of electronic age. I was the electronic drums. They did a lot of things on the keyboards, and yeah. yeah. And you got a dog hair on there. Yeah, well, that happens. You know what I mean. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was a Cheers for Fears side side one of the record songs from the big chair. Okay, and that would be my, would be my chair. Yeah, yeah, your chair. You're the, the big. The you're big the big chair. cheese. Yep, I'm the big cheese. You the cut big the big chair. cheese all the time. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we're going to what? Listen to side two next yep. week, and then next we get another Tears we'll for Fears. Next week we'll side two, and we'll just go from there. Yep. we got some hey, taco. Hey, finals, and, whatever it's all about. Yep. So reminiscing. Reminiscing. PT and OZ, rocking the oldies. Uh, maybe not rocking all the time, but <laughs> hey, makes it interesting. I enjoy it. Yep. If you love it, come back and see us again. Toodles. Toodles.